Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote 
remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's the show that you really, really need every day. I mean, if you miss this show, you pretty much don't know what's happening anywhere on Earth, Harry. Nothing important gets by this program. <laughs> you do have to put out a, uh, a rest in peace today, too. Stunning uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. news this morning. 57? Yes. Right? Kelly Preston, John Travolta's second wife, his first wife also died of cancer way, way back. I forget what her name was, but uh, she was also an actress and, and was Kelly older Preston than him. was one of my favorite actresses yeah. when she was younger, and she was, she was in that movie. It was a silly movie, the one about the snowman with, uh, with, her, with the, what's his face? It was her oh. husband, and he dies. Yeah, and he comes back that? as the snowman. I yes, think it's called Jack, Jack, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Kelly Preston played the wife. Is that Michael Keaton in Michael that? Keaton yeah. was the was was uh, was Jack Frost. Yeah. He was an entertain musician and he gets killed. And Kelly Preston's the husband. Wife. I mean the wife. Gorgeous, great. And we just we just met Kelly Preston last yep. year because she and Travolta were in town. We were invited to the premiere of the movie Gotti which uh, mm. Travolta did last year. He did a good job, but the movie was terrible. Yeah, the two of them yeah. were fantastic. It was, And she was in the movie, too. So she and, and that was probably the last movie they did together. She was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah. She had a good, real yes. good scene with Tom role. Cruise and Jerry Breast Maguire. Breast cancer at age 57. Yeah. Kelly Preston. Nine-year-old son, They because their first son, Jet, died. He had autism and had um, regular uh, uh episodes and died and then they had another son i mean just tragic all around it is so rest in peace and rest in peace washington redskins yeah they will no longer be called that but how many people will slip and say it will this man say it he played for them (laughs) he does radio down there in dc will they be the dcu dc inter dc they can't be dc united how about dc football club brian mitchell uh, they may they may work until they get a real name, but I believe they'll have a real name before the season starts. How are you, man? Good to talk to you. We saw you at the Super Bowl, hanging out there, and then we knew this day was eventually going to come, but nobody knew it more than Philip Martin McCauley, the guy in Alexandria whose trademarks on forty-four <laughs> different names, man. <laughs> you know, and I hope they choose a name that has nothing to do with anyone that he trademarked, because it seems a little it's a little pathetic for him to be doing that. But hey, it's go- they're going to change the name and. Uh, you know, I guess everybody wants to try and get their capitalization off of it. So um, that kid, whoever that is that, that trademark all those names, you got to blame them for not doing it as well. Well, it sort of sounds to me from afar here that they might be zeroing in on, on a name that was on his list because wouldn't they have just reintroduced the new name today? Exactly. I, I think you're right, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not. 
not. You know what? They, 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 you know, sometimes people move in mysterious ways and don't want to just throw things out there. Uh, from what I've heard over the last week, that you know they have been talking about this prior to them putting that announcement out uh, last weekend. So this is something that I think, just like you said, it was going to happen eventually. They kind of felt it was going to happen, and then they started to discuss it. So. I don't know what name it would be. I know a lot of people around here love the Red Wolves, and that's one of the names on that list. But uh, we'll see how that thing goes. Talking with Brian Mitchell, of course, great in Washington, uh, here with the Eagles NFL legend. Now, Brian, what's the reaction? Because everybody knew this was going to happen. So are, are people, what's, what's the mood in D.C.? Are people saying, good, it's about time? Are they confused? I mean, like guys like you and Joe Theismann, you know, John Riggins and all the guys, the greats in that franchise history, Art Monk, you go down the list. Darryl Green. Uh, the Hogs, I mean, will they be, what will they refer to themselves as? I mean, what, when they have the merchandise, will they always be Redskins or do they have to completely erase that from the history of the franchise? Well, I guess when you start discussing it and you look at the history, it, it is what it is. You know, and I think uh, all those things that were were accomplished by myself and those guys is never going to change. So you can be happy about that. I think ultimately every player played. They played to go out there and win games. They played to try to be the best player they can be. They wasn't playing to try and discriminate or anything like that against anybody. And I think that's the main thing. Uh, people keep asking me about the name. You know, man, you're not going to miss the name. And I'm like, look, I didn't play for a name. I played because of pride. I played for fans. I played for family pride. I played to go out there and try to be one of the best athletes I could possibly be. I never said I was going out to play for a name, no matter what team I was on. I played for the same things on every team. I just happened to be on that football team that was on my check. You know what I mean? But ultimately, I don't think guys play for the name. And you've got a lot of fans that are saying, that, well, I'm not going to be a fan anymore. Well, if you're not going to be a fan because the name changed, you weren't a fan anyway. Exactly. Because I don't think people cheer for the name, per se. You cheer for the players that go out there and bust their butts and make fond memories. You cheer for events that you saw, times that went by, you know, great comebacks and things like that. And I don't think that has much to do with the name. Brian right. Mitchell at B. Mitch Live, NBC, SN, down there in uh, Washington, D.C. And you talked about the name. But the one good thing, though, is that the uniform colors will stay the same, so it'll still look like the Washington team. I mean, he's not going to blow that up, right? He's got to keep the burgundy. Got to keep the burgundy and gold, right? I think you should. I mean, that, that's one. That's you can keep that, and that can be something that goes along the way. You know, uh, we. But then again, when you change things completely, I look at the Colts. They left from uh, Baltimore, but then the Browns came to Baltimore, and then they became the Ravens. They completely changed everything about it. I don't think anybody cares about the Colts anymore, even the Browns, because they've been to two Super Bowls since they moved to that team, to that uh, that city. So it's going to be what this team does going forward. And maybe, just maybe, a reset can do some great things for them. I believe in Ron. I believe in a lot of these players on this team. And hopefully this name change and all works together and they can go on without have to answer those questions over and over again because it was if they hadn't changed it by – if it wasn't going to change before this season – that's all they'll be asked about. And I'm sure Ron Rivera doesn't want that. Now, what about the, uh, the pressure from FedEx, which was the most recent last week or so? And he's Were a they, co-owner. Yeah, that and guy. he's a co-owner, and their name's on the stadium, and that's a lot of advertising revenue on that stadium. Do you think that was a little extra nudge? For this to well, happen? I'm sure it was. And I think uh, the one thing, I, I, don't, I don't live in a hole. I, I say this, money makes everybody do things. 
and you could out look at Fred Smith as well. He wasn't he didn't complain over these years until those uh those uh, investors and those uh people that, that the shareholders that worked six hundred and twenty billion dollars started putting pressure on FedEx. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the pressure went on them, then they started putting pressure on the on the Washington football team, you know? And I think ultimately what happens is everybody saw where well, a little bit of their money was going to be leaving and they decided they had to go out there and make a change and listen, it's it's the right thing to do. I mean, you look at this climate at this time, and you saw all the things that are happening and things that are not surviving. I didn't think this was going to survive as well. Well, they've been on this one for a while. Miss Robin has a question for Brian Mitchell. Brian, actually, I have a question from Blind Rage 13 on our Twitch page asking if they are going to ban people from wearing Redskins gear into the games in the future. I don't think that's uh, something that you necessarily can do. People have purchased this stuff. They can still wear it. I mean, you you, don't, you can't ban them from wearing it and tell them, no, don't wear that stuff. I mean, I think people are going to still wear it because, and I believe that eventually you're going to have some throwback stuff where it may pop up somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be the NFL having something to do with it, but it'll be popping up. So I don't think that that is something that the team has to do because there's too much out there to try and ban it. Hey, Brian, how much of this might have had to do with uh, Dan Snyder's pursuit of a new stadium? And uh, I think he's going to need some some public funding uh, for that stadium. So uh, isn't there some sort of tie in there where if he really wants a new stadium, he absolutely had to do this now? Well, if you want a new stadium in D.C. Right. But uh, it's a lot of places around here in Virginia and Maryland that still want to have a stadium with the team, no matter what the name was. So I, I still believe that the pressure of the shareholders and the, and the investors on FedEx and Bank of America and Nike and, and uh, Pepsi and all Pepsi. those things and then them putting that pressure on the team here, that made everything happen because, you know, you, you, everybody, you, everybody's in business to make money. And you see you being stubborn is going to stop you from making money. I really believe that that's why everything happened. So, Brian, I hear you're calling them the Washington football team now. Is that what you're going to do from now on or until well, they change it? I've tried my best to say skins for the most time when I was actually uh, still doing things on the radio and all that and the burgundy and gold. But it's about I have to get prepared because if I keep slipping, then the people that listen to me are going to be slipping. So if I have to try and change so I can try to get other people to start changing, I'll do that till they give me a real name. Is there a name that you kind of like that's being uh, considered? The, the Warriors' name was something that stood before when they were saying that they wanted to show honor and, and respect to the military and the Native American. But now that they say they're not going to have anything with the Native American or any type of monikers and things like that, I think you have to kind of go away from that. The Red Wolves has been talked about a lot because they, they, I've been hearing about the Red Wolves being some indigenous to this area and things of that nature. So you would see that that is something that you might want to do. I started looking up. I didn't see where it said Maryland and Virginia. I saw where it was the lower part of Pennsylvania and the upper part of North Carolina. So I don't know if it's somebody just found that to make it out. But I just want it to be something that's going to be, you know, just, just a little tough. But then again, it's not going to be tough if the team doesn't perform. I think everything is going to come down to how this team performs moving forward. Now, of course, we're on our Twitch stream. you got a couple of wise guys who obviously have never been to Washington and have no clue about the political climate, the Washington Republicans or the <laughs> Washington uh, Red State Conservatives, two guys nah. who obviously have never been to Washington <laughs> or have no clue how it works down there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> People want to try and keep the R, the HTTR, but right. you know, hey, that may that may survive. It may not. We'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, hail to the red tails. That yeah, I mean, they got to change bad. the thing. So they have to gut the entire thing, or do they? They're they going to keep the band. They're going to keep yeah. the band. Yeah, they're going to keep the band. Yeah, I mean, you could keep that, and you could change up things. I just believe that it's the change now is not is going to be more positive and more beneficial than it's going to be anything negative. So the guys in the Hall of Fame will just be. Man, that's up to the Hall of Fame and how they change those names, you know. I wish I could tell you all the answers to it, but they're going to have to go out there and figure that out moving forward. How about D.C. Swamp? I mean, that's been a popular thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it is a swamp when you look at the political climate here and how things work. It is, but, you know, swamp is normally below sea level. I don't think we're too much below sea level here, so can't do that. <laughs> yeah, everybody's saying the same thing. The Red Tails, I the Tuskegee the Airmen the Tus- story, yeah. and everybody knows that story if you've watched the movies or studied yeah. history. The tu- and Red Tails is not offensive. You know, people are thinking it's a fox, but the Red Tails are the story of the Tuskegee Airmen. Yes, it is. And I think a lot of people, you know, then when you look at that, when, I think if you've gotten into trouble because uh, I think people felt like you were singling out one, one particular culture, you do this now, how many people are going to say that you forgot about them? So I think they will have to shy away from the Red Tails, although I would actually absolutely love it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that, you know. But the thing that's going on now is what's bugging me. I see the Washington Post today says, the Texas Rangers, you're next. Oh, yeah. The Texas Rangers were racist white guys back in the day. Are we going to go too far? Because, you know, what about, why don't they call, what's his name, who was Walker, Texas Ranger, and ask uh-huh. him for his opinion? Yeah, I, I think, Chuck you know, Norris. Chuck Norris, man. You can't dismiss Chuck <laughs> Norris and that great if show. A, if, a word is, if a word is a word that's derogatory, yes. But if you can't go make something into what you want it to be, and I believe there are a lot of people that are trying to do those things like that because let's realize, ever since I got in the NFL and before, I know people were discussing the, the name of the, the team here. Yeah. So it's not like it just popped up. Right. But to just pull something out the air now try to just start going at people just because, I think that's that, that makes no sense. Uh, you, I agree with you. What do you think about football in the fall? Do you think they'll start on time? Is there, a, uh, you know, are they, are you getting concerned because it's starting to look like college football may not happen? Well, I am, I am very, very concerned. Uh, you know, I hear, I, I see a lot of people wanting everything to just start up, but then also I watch the seriousness of what's going on, and I think we have to get to the point where we got to get serious about the virus before we try to start up everything. You know, I understand that people try to uh, try to point to the fact that it's not a very, very high percentage, but I understand if, if your family member passed away because they received it, they got it. If, if, if your young kid go to school and come back and give it to their parent or their grandparent and they passed away, you know, you wouldn't think anything about the fact of, oh, it's just a small percentage. You hear people saying, and I think it's a lot of insensitivity, but ultimately we got to find a way, just like a lot of other countries, where we make people do some things and go forward. I don't think wearing a mask and social distancing has anything to do with politics. It has a lot, it has a lot to do with keeping yourself safe and staying alive. The great Brian Mitchell breaking it down, man. So the mood in D.C., it's normally bad because of the politics, and you can't escape that if you live down there in the, in the beltway. You yeah, can't escape the beltway even if you're not in the beltway. This is the dawn of a new era with Ron Rivera now. Exactly. You know, there's a lot exactly. of positivity. 
and, you know, and the way I look at it, I look at this, and I have some, some guys hit me and say, well, he's just been here for a hot minute. I say, you know what? What's wrong with somebody being here for a hot minute if they're getting the right things to accomplish? Mm-hmm. You know, we look at the last, how many, 19 years or so, how many times have you been really happy? So the guys that were here for a long time, and Allen and also Serato, did they do great around here? No, they didn't. Ron has come in, and he seems to have things – it looks positive on paper and how things are now. They still have to go out there and perform. But I also say that he got Dan to think about something in a different manner than he had did before. You know, because before all these other people started coming in the paper saying things, they were already discussing a name change. Tells me that, if I said this here in 1990, you need to get some adults to have an adult conversation, edu- adult educated, mature conversation about this serious issue and come up with a plan. They never did it. They were always been basically closed minded. All of a sudden now, somebody got them to begin to look at it in a different light and we're moving forward. And I think all you got to do is look forward now, don't look back. Well, a lot of, you know, I know the, I'm sorry, Harry, but I know over the years, and I've been around a long time, you've been down there for a while, and you've been around this game. Every time it came up over the couple, I mean, this is decades going on, decade yeah. after decade, any time it was brought up, the congressional people, the people in Congress who could have forced the change, would always say, well, wait a minute, no, I'm getting taken care of. I'm in the box up there. Like I'm a 40-yard line. I'm a yeah. long time. Yeah. Back from Washington had lines, you know, you couldn't get a season ticket. People right. waited in line for years for people to die and then pass down the tickets. Well, those days are long gone. Don't you think yeah. the Congress and the politicians actually dropped the ball year after year whenever there was a, an uproar about changing the name of the team? I, I believe the Congress, the politicians, I believe judges and everybody else who wanted to stick to a certain uh, mindset and narrative, they did that. You know, everybody keeps telling me they didn't hear anybody from the Native American uh, people complaining. I'm like, well, every time I, we went to certain games in Arizona and we went to games in Minnesota when we went to the Super Bowl, I saw people complaining. So I understand that. They say, well, it wasn't this amount of people, it wasn't that amount of people. I did see people complaining, but for some reason, every time we hear any poll, it always shows 90 to 10. The 90 was in favor of and 10 was not. First of all, John Thompson, I used to work with him. He told me, you can make a poll say whatever the hell you wanted to say. You don't just have to ask the people that you want to ask, and you don't ask the people that you know are going to go against it. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't believe those polls because I personally asked some guys when I was doing this event called Native Vision, and there were some people that had a problem. There were some people that didn't. And what I found out, it was very much across the lines of uh, looking at the, the certain age of a person. Because just like when, uh, when uh, what's again, again, when he made those comments about Castro down there in Miami, the older Cubans had a serious problem with it. The younger ones did not. And I thought I looked at this and it was very much the same way. But you can't just dismiss people because they don't agree with what you agree with. Well, you know, the only poll I worry about is the one that's still vacant because they haven't reopened the establishments here in the Philadelphia area. They did in Miami, and then they had to shut them down again, man. you got to take yeah. care of those working moms out there, man. Oh, on, on the poll. Yeah, that yeah, poll. Okay, That's the poll you. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Right. Come on, you didn't oh, get that man. one? Come on, B. Mitch. P-O-L-E, not P-O-L-L. Yeah, that's the keep. Except your daughter. You don't want your daughter on the poll. Once you said that, did I say, oh, Lord, he's going down the road. Yeah, he's going down the road. Hey, Brian, I want to get one in about the current team. I mean, a lot of their success is going to have to do with how the quarterback does. Have you seen enough to get a determination on Dwayne Haskins yet? I have. 
I think the first game was was awful, and I think he he said it to me after the game. I asked him, and he's like, I wasn't prepared. And then again, you know, you look at the fact when you come into it, and your coach is not trying to get you prepared. Your coach did not want you here. And I know people say, well, you got to get yourself ready. You can't get yourself ready to play football without playing football. You have to play football in a more uh, full speed or as close to it manner to be able to get out there in an NFL game and be successful. I hear so many people that probably never saw a football field saying, well, if you're a pro, you need to just know it. Hey, when I first started returning punts and kicks, you think I didn't screw up? <laughs> I had to learn, and I had to learn quickly. And I watched Dwayne as he, he started, when he began to start, he got better and better each week. And now you watch him, he went out, he gotten, he's gotten serious about it. it I, didn't, I didn't figure it out after year one. I figured it out after like year three, year four, when I started to really, really understand my body and the things I needed to do to put myself at a certain level. I'm watching this kid do it now, and he has a lot of weapons around him offensively. They need to find an offensive line to protect him. If he has an offensive line, I think the running back core and the receivers are going to be something very special. And the defensive side of the ball, they have the proper people. Will they go out there and live up to the hype? We'll see. Well, Jordan Reed's name is out there, and apparently they're not going to bring him back, and there's some teams interested in him. Great player, but, I mean, the, the unfortunate, a lot unfortunate of concussions. Con yeah. concussion situation, man. It's a shame yeah, to and, see and that guy. And that's guy. the thing about it. Back in the day, it was like, you know, the, the back, you couldn't figure it out. But when guys get concussions, multiple concussions, I think teams have to start being, you know, they got to look, at, look after not only themselves, they got to look at the player a little bit because some of these players don't think beyond just playing football. And if a guy is constantly getting it and he's had other injuries as well, you can't do that because if you have a guy, like Jay always said, that like 75% of my offense goes through Jordan Reed. Well, if he's not with you 65% of the time, that's a dumb move on a head coach in my book. Mm -hmm. Did you know Brian, I'm not going to depend on a guy that's not there most of the time. Did you know Brian Mitchell was in Sharknado 3? No. Oh, no. Yes. No. That's what it says. I didn't see it. I saw every Sharknado. Where were you, man? Did you get eaten? What happened? I was a, a, NASA, a NASA tech. Uh, they, they were using our studios at uh, NBC Sports Washington, <laughs> and they asked me, uh, me and Brian Kerrigan, what we do it. So we did. We had a few little parts. That, did the, did the sharks come into the NBC studios and eat everybody in in the building? Uh, well, you know, I to be honest with you, I've never seen the movie actually. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're in a movie which is the the big and Shark Week's coming up now very yeah, soon. That's How right. could you not watch yourself in a movie? Well, I, I saw the clip. I didn't see the whole movie. I heard about the like, listen to me. It's Sharknado, so you got a tornado with sharks inside it. Ooh, that's real. Wait a minute, real. you don't think that that could happen in this modern day with all the crazy stuff it's going 2020, on. It's 2020, man. Anything can happen. I grew up in Louisiana. No, that can't happen. Anything can, man. Come on. Anything can happen. We got the bubonic plague coming back. I haven't seen a shark. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a fish in one of them, but they probably were. I don't know. <laughs> well, we did see a video of an eagle snatching a shark and flying over people. It could have very easily dropped it on top, on top of somebody. Exactly. Well, Brian, okay. I know, man, we had the pleasure of watching you here. And we had two of the greatest punt returners in NFL history right here, Harry. Right. Vaisikahema, right, who oh, beat yeah. Jose Canseco, as Tony Kornheiser would say, and the great Brian Mitchell, man. Awesome, awesome Appreciate stuff. Appreciate it, right? man. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Brian. Brian. Let's put your hands together. Brian Mitchell. You know, he played for every team in the NFC East except the Dallas Cowboys. Exactly you right. He's that? smart, man. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really woken up. Oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, <laughs> I put my phone in the refrigerator.
and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.